Welcome to the Eerie First Podcast, the weekly message series featuring Pastor Nicole Schreiber. Today is the conclusion to our series called Prayer That Works. Prayer is sincere, personal communication between you and the God who made you. Pastor Nicole has been leading us to a better understanding that a powerful prayer life isn't meant to be hard or complicated. We've talked about praying in the spirit or praying in tongues, and we see that this spiritual gift is alive and well today, and we get to participate in it. We also talked about combining the power of prayer with the discipline of fasting to see how we can dig deep into what God is saying to us. Today, Pastor Nicole will help us understand the most basic and important impulse of the heart of God, which is to see every person come into a relationship with him. You're going to hear some incredible testimonies today about what God is doing around the world through the power of prayer in the local church. So let's get started today and hear the exciting conclusion to our series, Prayer That Works. All right, prayer. All earthly things with earth will fade away, but prayer grasps eternity. But I'm convinced of this, God does not hear prayer. He hears desperate prayer. Prayer is not a position, whether you need. Prayer is not a position, it's a disposition. You get to the place where you'd rather sweat, you'd rather weep in his presence than laugh in anybody else's presence. You'd rather God whisper a speaking into your heart that breaks you. And somebody give you the prizes that all the world covets. Prayer is almost the greatest human privilege that we have. Can you believe that we are in our last week of this series called Prayer That Works? Um, We've covered a lot of ground. I hope that you utilized your prayer journal. Um, You got this at the beginning of the series. If you didn't get one, uh, any old journal will do. Uh, But journaling is an incredible tool uh, that you can continue using as you grow in your prayer life long after this season ends. Um, Last week, we talked about fasting and how adding this spiritual discipline into your life uh, can bring great rewards. And I pray that you had a great fasting experience this week. Um, I hope you had uh, breakthroughs over strongholds, uh, doors that unlocked and opened, and that you gained spiritual insight into what God is doing in your life. How many of you would say, just raise your hand, something significant happened this week during my fast that I can point to, uh, that maybe something I've been praying for a long time. That's incredible. Um, I would love to hear about it. If you're willing to share, if you want to send me an email or just write on that prayer card and put it in the... Uh, silver bucket on your way out. We want to celebrate with you all that God is doing in your life uh, through this series. So would you just turn to someone next to you and welcome them. Tell them you're really glad that they're here at church today. Dr. Helen Rosevere is a missionary to Africa, and she told the following story. A mother at our mission station died after giving birth to a premature baby. We tried to improvise an incubator to keep the infant alive, but only the hot water bottle, but the only hot water bottle we had was beyond repair. So we asked the children to pray for the baby and for her sister. And one of the little girls prayed, dear God, please send a hot water bottle today. Tomorrow will be too late because by then the baby will not survive. And dear Lord, send a doll for her sister so she won't be so afraid and lonely. So that afternoon, as most days, a large package arrived from a church in England, and the children watched eagerly as we opened it. 
Much to their surprise, under some clothing was a hot water bottle. And immediately, the girl who had prayed so earnestly started to dig deeper into the box, exclaiming, if God sent that, I'm sure there's a doll in here too. And she was right. And Dr. Helen wrote this, our Heavenly Father knew in advance of that child's sincere requests. And five months earlier, he led a ladies group to include both of those specific articles in their care package to the missionary. Five months earlier, that package was sent, and God knew exactly the timing that they would need it. You know what I love about the best things about prayer is that Jesus goes before us and he knows what we need before we even know what we need, (laughs) right? He already knows what we need before we can even ask him. And God uses our prayers to do his work. God uses our prayers to do his work. Today, I want to focus on the work that God does to bring people back to him. The heart of God is that all men should know and be in relationship with him. We're going to look at why and how we can pray for those who need salvation, those who need an encounter with who God is. So first, let me ask you this question. Do you know anybody like that? Do you know anyone who needs a real encounter with Jesus? Just nod your head at me if you would say, yeah, I know somebody. I know somebody in my life that needs a real encounter with Jesus. Well, one of the primary reasons that we need to pray for those who don't have relationship with Christ is found in this familiar verse in John 3, 16 through 17. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, read this part with me, but to save the world through him. So God's love for every human motivated him to send his son to the world. God's love sent his son, Jesus, to the cross for our sin. And Jesus took our place And where we uh, should have been, we should have had to take the punishment. We should have had to take all the pain and the hurt. We should have had to take uh, the consequence of our sin. But Jesus took our place. And the Bible says God wants all men to come into the knowledge of the truth and have connection with him. All, without exception. Not some, but all. And God's love is broad and vast, reaching out to the ends of humanity. There is no doubt about it. God loves the world. Now, the world does a lot of really ridiculous things, don't we? (laughs) But God loves the world. And God loves his created beings, and he wants every person to come into relationship with him. You know, when we pray for others to give their heart to Jesus, we don't have to add, um, God, I just pray for my friend. Uh, Please bring them to you if it's your will. Okay, we don't have to say that because this is the one time that we already know what the will of God is. We already know it. And we can pray with confidence, asking God to do whatever is necessary to help a person come to Christ. We can pray already that God wants that person in relationship with him. And God designed the great news of Jesus to be spread through each of us. Okay, we are the mechanism. 
We are the strategy. You might be here this morning and say, oh, no, no, too late, okay? God decided this. This is God's strategy. This is God's mechanism. We are it. God allows us to partner with him in this great work, perhaps the closest, greatest work of God's heart. God says, come, partner with me so that others may know and understand and have relationship with me. Someone once said it like this. When we pray for others, we are joining our weak and flawed hands of flesh with the omnipotent hand of the Almighty God. Isn't that good? All right, so about 100 miles north of Minneapolis, uh, there's a small town called Brainerd, Minnesota. I've never been there, but in that town is a local Dairy Queen. And in December of 2020, this small town made national news uh, because one man decided to pay for the ice cream of the person behind him. Then the person paid for the car behind her, and then the next, and the next, and the next, until 900 cars took part in this pay it forward chain. It lasted two and a half days and generated $10,000 in revenue. I'd hate to be the guy who was like 901, right? Nah, I don't think I'm gonna buy that guy's ice cream. Like you broke this chain. Here's why this relates. Besides the fact that our fast ends today, and I've been thinking a lot about Dairy Queen, <laughs> um, <laughs> the nature of how God has chosen for his message to be spread, the mechanism that he has decided, this is how his message will be spread, guarantees this fact. You came to Christ because someone prayed for you. You came to Christ because someone prayed for you. Maybe it was your mom or your dad or your grandma or your grandpa or a friend. Maybe it was a pastor or a Sunday school teacher or a missionary. Maybe it was someone in another country that's praying for America. You may not even know who it was that prayed for you. But someone cared enough to pray you to Jesus. Don't think for a minute you came to Christ like you smartened up one day. All right, don't give yourself that much credit. <laughs> one random day you decided... Someone lifted you before the throne of grace and God moved from heaven to draw you to the Savior. So if someone prayed for you when you were far from God, won't you do the same for someone else who needs Jesus? Will you pay it forward? He is the way maker. He's the miracle worker. He's the hope of the world. He draws people to himself, and we get to work with him on mission to tell the whole world about his love. So how do you pray for those far from God? What are some good kind of practical ways? You might want to jot these down. Um, first, pray that God would renew his or her mind. Romans 12.2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so we need to ask God to help the person hear and know his voice. Maybe you've met someone and you've thought, well, they're not even interested in God. How can I share the gospel with them? Ask the Lord to take away the old patterns, the old habits. Pray for a new mind, a new openness to God and his work. And as you do that, God will work in them so that when they are presented with the gospel, they can understand it, they can accept it. Second, in that same vein, pray that his or her spiritual eyes would be opened. You know, in 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, it says that the enemy, the God, small g, of this age, 
is literally at work blinding the minds of unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. That's what the enemy is trying to do. And so when we pray that someone's heart is open to the things of God, pray that they could see and sense God's presence, that they could see his closeness, God can do something with that. God can begin to, to break down those walls or those, those things that are keeping them from seeing God all around us. Third, Pray in the spirit. You know, many times we don't know or understand all of the circumstances involved with what or whom we're praying for. And by praying in the spirit or praying in tongues, our prayers are led by the Holy Spirit within us. I think one of the best things about praying in the spirit is it takes our motives and our ambitions out of the way. We stop praying the direction that we think can solve the problem and we start praying with the mind of Christ. Now, remember, we talked about this about two weeks ago. So if you need to go back and listen to it, uh, it's on the website. But if you're praying to God in tongues, it does not need an interpretation because that communication is to God. He gave you the language, so he doesn't need the interpretation. Or he already knows. It's from him. And also, we read in the scripture that not everyone will have the public gift of tongues, but all believers can be filled with the Spirit and pray in tongues in their private prayer time. And so we should utilize this gift specifically when we're praying for people that are far from God, because God knows everything about them, and he can help them uh, get to a place to understand who God is. Here's the fourth one. Pray for boldness. Paul says in Ephesians 6, uh, pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. We need boldness to share our faith with others, boldness to declare it fearlessly. Here's the last one. Pray for opportunities. We can pray that God will create an opportunity where none exists. I think it's incredible. Oftentimes we pray for people that are far from God. God, reach them, show them, reveal to them. And God's like, yeah, perfect, go ahead. And we're like, no, no, no. I mean, no, that wasn't what I was thinking uh, that I have to say anything. And God's like, well, well, here's the thing. I have this on your heart. I have this burden in your heart so that you now can go and there's an opportunity and you can walk through it. You know, God is such a faithful God that when he opens the door, which he will, we have to live ready to take it. Live ready to take it. So we pray for renewed minds. We pray for spiritual eyes to open. We pray in the spirit. We pray for boldness. We pray for opportunities. And we keep praying as long as God gives us breath. And when we finally get to heaven, we will discover that God used our prayers, that God used our tears in ways that we never imagined. And I really believe that around the throne, we are going to rejoice with those who today are far from God, but that God's going to use our prayers and in heaven, they will stand with us redeemed by the work of the cross. Just say amen this morning if you agree. If you agree that, that we need to pray for those who are far from God, that's our mission and that's our purpose. Would you just say amen this morning if you believe that? All right, we agree. That's good. That's good. Now, not only is it important that each of us personally make this a priority, it's also the mission of the church as a whole. And here at Erie First, we call it Kingdom Builders. It's our initiative to give and invest in our city, our nation, around the world, to help others see and hear and understand the message of Jesus. And every year we tithe from all of our tithes and we invest in missionaries that have given their lives to telling the message of Jesus. They've given their lives for opportunities. They've given their lives for boldness. And I want to report to you, and this number is actually 
even a little higher than I reported last week at the banquet because I had some missing data. But this church family, this, this community of believers right here in 2021 gave $86,000 to missionaries all across the world. And I want you to hear from just some of them about what God is doing because of your generosity. This past fall, we opened the doors of our newly renovated Chi Alpha House. We fed almost a thousand people. This year, we saw our attendance double. Edinburgh Chi Alpha's guys community has tripled this semester. 15 Japanese churches were resourced to share the gospel in their community. He blessed us with a building right next to the church, which is going to help us train and equip disciple makers to reach the never reached in Japan. This Spring High School, a school that you've been supporting and is doing wonders, touching many lives. Uh, you've continued to help us uh, stay on the air to encourage people and to share the love of Jesus. For the first time since starting Chi Alpha at Penn State Barron, this was the year that we were able to bring weekly worship services to campus. God opened the door for us to work in a military base with thousands of Afghan refugees coming to America. We had over 800 students commit this year to being a campus missionary. 72 mothers chose life for their babies this year. We were able to develop significant relationships with more than 30 international students this semester. A number of translations were completed for people who have never had God's word in their own language. So many souls we got saved and we baptize them and we give them the free Bible. After nine years, God gave us our own church home. This year we got to see a man delivered out of a Muslim background. We were able to stay in the country. And we saw our little church plant grow from five families to over 15 families. We just finished up an awesome outreach in a town that has not had many um, crusade evangelistic outreaches. 2,000 people attended, many people got saved. I had the privilege of offering mental health care to over 300 students in Haiti. We have just started a foundation for a church that will be built in our community. We made a new connection with a small nation of Altai Republic. We were able to help sustain another year of 24-7 prayer and worship. We had to do four outreaches, gave over 300 bags of food, and over 1,000 people got to hear the message of Jesus. We fed 1,000 families displaced because of terrorism. We were able to get a brand new team with uh, a bunch of brand new workers into the country of Kyrgyzstan. We started a new project, child development program. We told the Christmas story to local Somali Muslims. We were able to directly impact 48 people this year with partial scholarships, restoring marriages and restoring families. Over 20 families reached through community outreach. We've been able to reach out in compassion to churches and individuals affected by hurricanes, earthquakes, and the effects of the pandemic. We had a young Muslim lady walk in off the street, drawn by the worship music into our church. We've enjoyed seeing so many come to Christ. A young man's recently come to faith. Praise the Lord for two water baptisms, handful of new discipleship groups and homes, dozens of Bibles distributed, and hundreds of opportunities to pray for people and to share truth. Thank you, Erie First. Eferstume Yaola Erie First. Domo arigato gozaimashita. Okama abawe omokisa. Thank you so much, Erie First. Dero manana. Thank you, Erie First. Thank you. Muchisimas gracias. Bendiciones. Gracias por todos, Erie First. Thank you from the bottom of our heart. Thank you, Erie First. Obrigado, Eerie First. Rahmat. 
Спасибо. Thank you so much, Eri First Assembly. Wan Mahan Santa Hai, Eri First. Merci beaucoup. Thank you. Shukran Prasad. Thank you. Another way that we sow into missions on top of that giving is we adopt various projects as a church. Every year we pray about a goal for giving to these projects. Last year we set out to raise $40,000 to give to six projects. And I want to just enthusiastically report to you that not only did we raise $40,000, but we exceeded that and raised a total of $74,652. So that means just last year alone, in 2021, Erie First raised and distributed $160,652 to advance God's kingdom and bring people close to the heart of God. Just thank the Lord for that. I'm just so excited for what's to come, but I'm so thankful for each of you, every single one of you, uh, through your prayers and support. We're a part of all those stories, whether you've been to that part of the country before or not, those people giving their lives to Jesus um, happened because of a part of what you gave and what you've prayed. So thank you so much. Uh, As I talk about these 2021 uh, projects, uh, please do me a favor and keep in mind all the volunteers that were a part of making these projects happen, all the people that prayed for the teams to go, um, and every dollar that was given, please uh, think about that. The first project that we started with was our local neighborhood project. A lot of you were involved in that. We designated $10,000 to reach people in Pops Mobile Home Park. And the goal was to just show a local neighborhood the love of Jesus by being a good neighbor and meeting tangible needs with no strings attached. Uh, We started the project by connecting with the park manager and having him distribute letters to each family in the park, 150 homes, uh, just to introduce ourselves and explain our intentions and let them know that we'd be dropping off a bag of groceries. From that outreach, um, it extended into paying for electricity in homes that were shut off, repairing roofs, cleaning, organizing kids' bedrooms, landscaping, praying with many families, wiping tears, literally, um, and even seeing eight kids give their lives to Jesus after a kid's camp. One of our favorite wins from this project is our new friend that has been coming to church here. Uh, We connected with her through this project, and after her not attending church for 20 years, she hadn't stepped into a church for 20 years, she's now coming to Erie First, rededicated her life to Jesus, is serving in various ministries um, here, and is planning on getting baptized next week. See, we could do all this work Every, but every minute that's spent doing the work, every dollar that's giving to these projects is all worth it for just reaching that one person. It's all worth it. One of the ministries that we support, Bart and Rachel Karais, uh, work with Crescent Project. Um, it's an organization that works to um, uh, build relationships with Muslims in the United States. And as with many of our missionaries, they don't easily have the volunteers or dollars to put on big outreaches to reach a lot of people at once. So our next project was to give them $5,000 and help them do a big outreach in Pittsburgh. 
Um, we did this through sponsoring a backpack giveaway and picnic, and many Muslim families came to this picnic, and we were able to help the missionaries get contact information for every family that came, so that way they could continue ministry with them long after we met, after we left. We also had a minute, uh, meal with them and found out many of them were actually Afghan refugees. One of our volunteers actually even connected with one of them and still keeps in contact with them till this day. Uh, next, we did a project uh, with the elderly in the area. After doing some work in nursing homes throughout the pandemic, it was really heavy on our hearts to continue to support organizations that work with them day in and day out. Uh, so we designated $5,000 for this project and found an organization locally called Mercy Hilltop that serves as an activity center for the elderly, um, giving them uh, care, providing community for them, and promoting uh, independent living. This organization had actually recently been dropped by their sponsor, lost the building that they were in. Um, so when they moved into a new location, it was actually broken into. They lost thousands of dollars of equipment and there was damage. Um, and because of your generosity um, and the hard work of many volunteers, we were able to remodel spaces there, replace the equipment that was stolen, and even put on a Christmas event for members that otherwise wouldn't have had one, just because of you. In July, we sent a team of 10 people and $1,000 to Los Angeles to work with an organization called Mission Empower. They joined thousands from across the country for one week to reach the city for Jesus. The team worked uh, all throughout LA, ministering to homeless, doing maintenance, putting on sports camps for kids, and cleaning toilets, literally. <laughs> because of their work with local churches in LA, um, they were able to connect with so many people and actually start programs so the churches could continue ministering long after they left. In June, we took 29 people to work with the Philadelphia Dream Center and gave $10,000. As we've talked about many times, the streets of Kensington in Philly um, has a massive uh, epidemic of opioid use. A lot of times it's referred to as the third world country in the US or the Walmart of heroin. The project was uh, aimed to bring medical care to people and reach kids and adults uh, for Jesus through those outreaches. We saw prostitution, uh, needles in arms, numerous overdoses. The wounds that we bandaged were horrific, um, infected, full of bugs. The main area in Kensington where a lot of this is happening is actually in a playground. And so there's kids playing and living around that area that experience this all the time. When they go outside to play, this is what they see. So we, what we did while we did the medical was do a kids event as well. We cleaned up all the needles around the slides and the swings. And while we were there at one point, a woman actually overdosed into my arms and the kids were there. They weren't necessarily scared or, or, or stunned, probably because they see this all the time. But our team there was actually able to take the kids away, distract them, push them on the swings, talk to them about Jesus while we worked to revive the woman that overdosed. See, the team um, that we brought, because of your support, we were able to bring light into these dark areas. Um, the team brought many people to Jesus, uh, helped a few get into rehab, and literally saved limbs uh, through the medical care. With some of the project money, the organization bought tents and tables and equipment so they could continue to do these outreaches long after we left. 
But I truly believe that the biggest impact was made through the 29 people that Erie first sent. 29 people that will now fight for injustice, uh, will love people deeper, and will continue to work to win souls for his kingdom, not just on a mission trip, but as they live their lives here on a daily basis. Uh, we also designated $5,000 to combat local human trafficking. And God, I 100% believe, truly led us exactly where he wanted that money to go. We prayed and we did a, a midnight prayer walk in an at-risk area in, in Erie. We researched and we wound up sewing into a new ministry that's starting that will not only care for the victims of trafficking, but also abuse and just anyone needing a safe space to recover and just get their life together. Last week, if you were at the banquet, you got a chance to hear from Lori and her team uh, that's starting the safe house. And as a church family, we were able to commission that new organization for Erie. Lastly, uh, we plan to send $8,000 and a team back to Cambodia to combat human trafficking. Uh, but due to COVID, our plans changed. And although that was our plan, God knew the whole time that the funds wouldn't be used for a team to outreach, but instead to bring relief to a situation that was completely unexpected to the missionaries there, but not unexpected for God. His timing, as we know, his timing and his plan is always perfect. I want you to watch this video from the missionary in Cambodia and director of Extreme Love. Hi, Erie First Assembly Church. We are so thankful for your prayers, for your love, for your partnership and your support. You all have made a significant impact in the lives of so many within this nation. This season, we had a fire that struck our aftercare home and we had incredible damage. Erie First Assembly stepped up to the challenge and because of your generous donation, we were able to repair the entire home. Not only that, but we were able to prepare for some of the worst flooding that we've ever seen in completely redoing our pump system. It was only made possible because you all loved and cared for the children here in Cambodia. I wanna thank you for your partnership in bringing teams and for all that you've done here. We couldn't do it without you. So on behalf of Cambodia and Extreme Love Ministries, thank you very much. See what COVID may have stopped, uh, there may have been a fire but what the enemy meant to destroy, God used your radical generosity to redeem. Yes, he used your general, radical generosity. And what will he do in 2022? So five years ago, next month, when I began to have the privilege to be your pastor, we said, okay, the first year we're gonna give $15,000 to missions. Then the next year, we increased it to 25 in faith. The third year I was here, we gave $30,000 to missions. And then this last year, we reached 40,000. So as we were praying about 2022, I began to ask the Lord, what is it? What, what do you wanna do? How much should we, should we give? What, what impact do you wanna have? And in 2022, I believe God said, walk in great faith and anticipation and let it be the biggest missions giving year yet. And so as we prayed together, the goal for 2022, I really believe is straight from the heart of God for Erie First Assembly, is to raise $80,000 to give to missions. I'm just 
believing for an outpouring of God's blessing, an outpouring, a double portion as we give in faith. So you'll see as you came in, there was a card you got. That's all the projects that we're going into. Uh, there's a ton of ways you can, you can go, you can give, you can pray. All of those things are so important. We can't do any of it with all three of those pieces, all three of those parts. Don't forget that you can give uh, to this goal today. You can mark a Kingdom Builders. You can give it any Sunday of the year just by marking the letters on your envelope, K KB or Kingdom Builders or choosing the drop down menu online. Listen, this is a group project. We, we all have to do it. And God's gonna keep doing big and incredible things as we work together. I, I'm really believing as we talked about how those that are far from God right now will someday celebrate with us around the throne of heaven that this is exactly what we're talking about. That you may never meet those people in Cambodia, but when you get to heaven and we're worshiping God, there's gonna be people in that circle around the throne because of what you gave, because of how you prayed. I'm really believing that that's how the heaven works. We're the mechanism. That's God's purpose and that's his plan. Like Pastor Quint said, we have some shirts that support Kyle, uh, K Kingdom Builders, so if you, not Kyle Alpha, we do love Kyle Alpha, but uh, so if you want um, a Kingdom Builders shirt, you can buy it on your way out. They're right there in the lobby. Uh, those all go to supporting missions work as well. Uh, but here's how I want to end today. If you would just stand to your feet. I'm gonna ask Pastor Danielle to uh, go on down and pass out these posters. Um, we're just gonna take a minute to activate what we talked about today and to pray for those that are far from God. And so I asked um, some pastors and team members here if they would hold up these posters. These represent just some of the projects that are going to happen this year. Uh, there were so many, we couldn't even do all of them, but they're gonna spread out across the room. And I'm just gonna ask that whatever uh, section you're in, that's like your group, okay? That's your prayer team today. I want you to pray here in just a minute over uh, this particular poster, this particular um, place in time. Use the model we talked about, okay? Pray for renewed minds. Pray for spiritual eyes to open. Pray for boldness. Pray for opportunity. I'm actually believing this morning that as you pray for one of these posters, the Lord's going to say to you, hey, I want you to go there. And you're probably going to go, what? <laughs> I didn't hear you the first time. And maybe God's going to say, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Or maybe God's going to say, I want you to give something significant, something sacrificial to one of these places, or maybe even one that's not listed here. But let's pray in boldness. Let's pray for opportunities. Let's pray in the spirit. And let's ask God to bring people that are far from him close to his heart this year as we give and as we sacrifice and as we know God will work. All right, so right now, let's just do this together. Go ahead right where you are. Just pray, pray in that direction. Pray for one of these places. Pray out loud. You can pray in the spirit. You can pray with someone next to you. Let's just give God some, ask him right now for these things.
pray that you would renew minds. Lord God, that you would open spiritual eyes. Lord, we know that someone has prayed for us and that's why we're here today. And so we extend that pay it forward. And we pray for the people in these particular places, in these particular projects. We pray for the people here in our own city. God, that you would give us boldness, that you would give us opportunity, that we could so clearly explain the hope of you, God, the hope that we have in you. We pray that you would give us uh, situations and opportunities where when we open our mouth, you've already gone before us and that many people can come to a saving knowledge and understanding of who you are. God, we pray that you would use every dollar given, Lord, every generosity, every sacrifice in this room, that you would use it to advance your kingdom in a way that we could never, ever dream. God, that we could stand here a year from now and understand and believe, God, that you are going to do something just so incredible and miraculous. Thank you for your faithfulness. God, we stand before you. We're we're broken before you, God, because you are just so awesome. You're so sovereign. You're so good. And we just run after you with all that we have and all that we are. We love you, God. We give you praise today. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for coming to church today. We'll see you next week. I hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Erie First Podcast. Please give us a rating and a review on your podcast app. Subscribe so you never miss a message and share it with your friends. You can follow Erie First on Facebook or Instagram or visit eriefirst.org for all our latest news, announcements, and information. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time.